some questions via the internet from a devotee, obviously it's a devotee, who has given his identity as Mridanga Drum. It doesn't clarify anywhere who he or she or whatever else is. So first of all, I would like to say to the devotee masquerading by the name of Mridanga Drum that you could put your actual name, at least from my side, being a very small being, but there may be others who feel like me that it is more personal, less impersonal, to identify yourself, at least give your name, if not your something about who you are. You wrote quite a long email, quite, or not email, whatever it is, comment or whatever. Quite thoughtful, interesting, so thank you for that, whoever, wherever you may be. So the questions are as follows. I'll skip the introduction. My questions are as follows. Number one, in Kali Yuga, is there really any hope for attentive listening, especially with social media? Oh, this was a comment on the short talk I gave. Please listen carefully. In Kali Yuga, is there really any hope for attentive listening, especially with social media? In other words, when we go to school, the teachers tell the students to put away their phone and other objects so the students won't be distracted. However, when we watch YouTube or Facebook lectures, there's always some distraction, like one billion video options at the side and other advertisements and commercials that pop up. I believe this has destroyed our attention span. What are your thoughts on this? And can you elaborate? Number two, even for devotees who like to discuss Krishna Kata with each other, the tendency is that, like in the material world, people think, I'm waiting for this person to just shut up until it's my turn to speak. How can we rectify this mentality in ourselves to strengthen our devotional relationships? If everyone has this mentality, then this explains why there are either so many quarrels or impersonal relationships. In this regard, there's a quote that says, Two monologues do not make a dialogue. Number three, lastly, one nice realization from the Bhagavatam that I appreciated is this. In the Uddhava Gita, it is described that King Puruvara said that he didn't know how time was passing because he was so hypnotized by the beauty of Urvashi. Similarly, we just... We generally choose to speak Krishna Kata with devotees who arouse our senses and this, quote, devotee association, unquote, may superficially pass as attentively listening of, uh, listening of Krishna Kata. The problem is when devotees don't arouse our senses, we become unenthusiastic to speak or listen to Krishna Kata. What are some steps we can take to rectify this mentality that presumably leads to Vaishnava Parada? So this leads me to think of Srila Prabhupada's phrase, rapt attention, which he uses uh, particularly um, at the end of the third chapter 
of the first canto of Bhagavatam. At the end of this chapter come some uh, descriptions, just toward the end of this chapter, is described about Maharaj Parikshit, hearing from Shukadev. Shukadev Goswami, the son of Yasadev, in his turn delivered the Bhagavatam to the, in his turn, means Shukadev received it from Vyas. Delivered the Bhagavatam to the great emperor Parikshit, who sat surrounded by sages on the bank of the Ganges, awaiting death without taking food or drink. He was really into it. He wasn't getting distracted. He didn't have a billion Facebook videos to look at to distract him. And even if there was, he wasn't interested. Then the next verse is a very famous verse, text 43. saha kalo nashta this Bhagavat Purana is as brilliant as the sun and it has arisen just after the departure of Lord Krishna to his, to his own abode, accompanied by religion, knowledge, etc. Persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in the age of Kali shall get light from this Purana. And then, text 44, the last verse in this chapter, this is uh, Sudha Goswami speaking to Shonak and the other Rishis at Naimisharanya. O learned Brahmanas, when Shukdev Goswami recited Bhagavatam there in the presence of Emperor Parikshit, I heard him with rapt attention, and thus, by his mercy, I learned the Bhagavatam from that great and powerful sage. Now I shall try to make you hear that very same thing as I learned it from him, and as I have realized it, important words there, yathatitam yathamatihi, uh, which Srila Prabhupada summarizes in the word-for-word -word translation as, as far as my realization. I've heard it, and I'm going to speak it as far as I realize it. Now, I'm not going to read the whole of this purport. Uh, the first line of this purport one can certainly see directly the presence of Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of Bhagavatam if one has heard it from a self-realized great soul like Shukdev Goswami. And uh, most of the purport is about hearing it, uh, hearing the Bhagavatam from a proper person, not a person who wants to get money from it. Srila Prabhupada writes, simple hearing is not all. One must realize the text with proper attention. The word nivishta means that Sutta Goswami drank the juice of Bhagavatam through his ears. That is the real process of receiving Bhagavatam. One should hear with rapt attention from the real person, and then he can at once realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page. The secret of knowing Bhagavatam is mentioned here. No one can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. No one can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. No one can be pure in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing and mating. But somehow or other, if someone hears with rapt attention from the right person, at the very beginning one can assuredly see Lord Sri Krishna in, the, in person 
in the pages of Bhagavatam. So I was asking to please listen carefully. And the role model is who? Who would you say from this? Parikshit Maharaj. And also Sudha Goswami. And before that Shukadeva and after that Shonak and the other Rishis. Parikshit Maharaj listened with rapt attention seven days and seven nights without sleeping, without eating. Often we find that within seven minutes of a talk on Bhagavatam, someone goes to sleep. Uh, and there are so many great personalities, spiritual personalities, who came to hear Bhagavatam when Shukadev recited it. Actually, they didn't come exactly for the purpose of hearing Bhagavatam, but they knew something, something spiritually important is happening here. So they came and they were blessed by hearing the Bhagavatam. And we don't hear that they set up a pizza bar on the bank of the Ganga. So presumably they all, or that they made some tents uh, and charpoys for everyone to lie on. So presumably the sages, they all listen day and night also. So that's a long call from attention deficit disorder which pretty much everyone in the modern age uh, suffers from, and especially as the so-called Murdanga drum points out, the social media and the internet in general, they tend to give us more information than was previously possible or imaginable, unless, of course, you went to a uh, an excellent, there are a few excellent libraries in the world, excellent in the sense that they have many, 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 many books. New York Public Library, for instance. Uh, <clears throat> and you immersed yourself in that. <laughs> but the, the YouTube is... Whoops, I might get thrown off YouTube for saying this. Watch out! Uh, it's not the same, I have to be careful what I say here. It's not the same kind of medium, is it? That, uh, whereas reading, especially reading intellectual works, tends to make one more thoughtful, that should be hoped for, but surfing through so many different kinds of entertainment available, on the internet makes us more and more feckless, it would seem. So the particular point is here about uh, attentive listening. Well, Srila Prabhupada says, somehow or other, if someone hears with rapt attention from the right person at the very beginning, one can assuredly see Lord Sri Krishna in person in the pages of Bhagavatam. So it's hoped that persons who here, Krishna Kata, they have some realization of what they're doing and the importance of doing this. Krishna Kata can also be some kind of, or presented as some kind of entertainment, where many pastimes are told in a very attractive way. Yes, it's good to tell Krishna's pastimes, which are naturally attractive, in an attractive way, but if the aim is to entertain rather than enlighten, 
we're probably off track. Uh, hearing the pastimes of Krishna is especially meant for liberated persons. Non-liberated persons can also hear and be benefited, but we find in the Bhagavatam itself uh, there is so much discussion of not only the pastimes of Krishna, but also expanding on the pastimes of Krishna, that this material world is dukhalaya mashashvatam. Everything in this material world is temporary and miserable. How we are bound in this material world, these topics are there also. Now, via the internet, there is nowadays a tremendous scope for expanding the penetration of Krishna Kata. I'm sitting in an almost unknown place in Kerala, South India at the present time, and this broadcast will go all over the world. Uh, so that's a very good facility for spreading topics of Krishna. But at the same time, we're up against competition of a billion set here. I don't know how many video options are there, but quite likely there may be a billion by now uh, on f f YouTube and all these things of Krishna topics which are not directly connected with Krishna. And People very easily have the option of just, well, you watch something, oh, I'm not interested in that, and go on to something else. So there may be a thought that, well, we should try to make the presentation of Krishna consciousness in such a way that it's very attractive to people so they don't change channel or they don't go on to see something else. <clears throat> in other words, to make it more entertaining. Uh, all right, there's some facility for that. That's maybe a good argument. But on the other hand, we're not going to get such serious listeners. And we may attract many people to hear, but we may not give them what they really need to hear. Giving people what they want to hear and giving them what they need to hear, these are two different things. They don't, they don't usually coalesce except for pure devotees. I've discussed this point in a book which I compiled called On Speaking Strongly in Srila Prabhupada's Service. So attention span. Yeah, we can't keep our attention on talks. Actually, the speaker, following the example of His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada and his guru, and Shukadev Goswami and Parikshit Maharaj, they should speak very gravely. Uh, as again, I've discussed this in that book. They should speak very gravely, and then we may say, well, not many people will hear. Yeah, well, Bhagavatam is meant for serious listeners. Personally, I try to make my talks for serious listeners without entertainment, although uh, it does get spiced up a bit with thumbnails and some pictures and this and that. But basically, what's important is the, the speaking and the hearing. And although I'm told that shorter talks are better for getting people to come in, 
Well, we don't want people just to come in, we want them to be benefited. So really the longer talks are more important. They're not just you look at something and then you go and watch something else, nothing to do with Krishna consciousness. Just flit from one thing to another. We're aiming at serious hearers. As certainly Srila Prabhupada was. He wasn't what you would call an entertaining style of speaker. So it may be that attention span has gone down. Okay, well, if you find that's happening with you, then what can you do? Cut it out. Understand what is the importance of hearing properly by, by reading Srila Prabhupada's books and understand the gravity of this message and how we really need to hear and not get distracted by so many different things. Uh, shreyas and prayas. Shreya, understand what is our shreya, what is our real need, and not prayer, which is our uh, prayer. Here, here it's not the English word prayer, it's prayas, prayas, we can say prayas. Um, it is what we are immediately attracted to. Now, generally, I give longer talks. Recently, I've been giving more shorter talks, but that's just circumstantially something to do with my present circumstances. So yes, it may be that there are distractions, but if, if we are serious in Krishna consciousness, which really Krishna consciousness, real Krishna consciousness begins with being serious. And that begins with being serious to hear. So don't get trapped by watching so many things which are superfluous to the real aim of life. And then uh, the question number two is, that the, the, even for devotees who like to discuss with Krishna Katha with each other, very fortunate souls, those who like to discuss Krishna Katha with each other. The, but the, the inquirer says that they may be thinking, I'm, I'm waiting for this person to just shut up until it's my turn to speak. Well, that's very strange. If you're a devotee who actually likes to discuss Krishna Kata, why should you have such a low mentality that this, this other person should just shut up? If you like to hear Krishna Kata, then very good, you're hearing Krishna Kata. Parasparanu Katana, Machita Mangata Prana, Bhudeanta Parasparam. How can we rectify this mentality? Well, it's not. It's not devotional at all, is it? Then maybe we should, we ourselves, if we recognize that we have this problem, maybe I, it seems that we ourselves need to shut up, to use that <clears throat> rather rude term. We shouldn't think that devotees should have to shut up. Of course, there may be someone who's a devotee. It does happen that people who are devotees, or at least on the devotional path, they do start speaking nonsense, and sometimes Srila Prabhupada would cut out his disciples, from, and others also, from talking. He would just cut them out and interrupt, which might be considered rude, but there's no reason that we have to go on listening and listening to so much nonsense. So, if we're in that mentality, if, we, if you recognize that in yourself, then just cut it out. Listen. Find someone you can listen to and, and listen. Don't, don't, uh, don't give your spiel that you feel, now I have to talk. That's an exhibition of egoism. <clears throat> 
there is something, what do they call that? There's at certain congregational programs, they have a program where they read something from Srila Prabhupada's books and then they ask everyone, what do you all think about it? I'm personally, I'm not much in favor of this if it's all, if there are many newcomers and very neophyte devotees. Better they learn to hear rather than express their opinion, unless they're going to be rectified for expressing wrong opinions. The idea that, well, we're respecting everyone and let them get involved. And no, I would say the, the real process is let them learn to hear. Uh, so many people in this world are too eager to speak when they don't know what they should be speaking about, which is topics of Krishna as received in the parampara system. Yata shuta yata matihi. Now I'm speaking, yata, uh, yata that, that, that's elsewhere in the Bhagavatam, it states like this. And here, yata tam yata mati. As I've heard it, and as far as I understand and realize. Not just that everyone has an opinion about everything, and then you hear something from Prabhupada's books, well, yes, blah, 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 all this rubbish. No, hear, learn, learning to hear is more important than learning to speak. When we've learned to hear nicely, then we should speak nicely, not before that. Lastly, one nice realization. Uh, Paruva is talking about the beauty of Uravashi. And similarly, we generally choose to speak Krishna Kata with devotees who arouse our senses. Is it really? We like, we like to speak Krishna Kata among the example is given of, Par of Paruvara and Urvashi. You like to speak Krishna Katar among beautiful women, is that right? Well, it might be. Um, I'm a little surprised that, that, that it could be like that. That someone particularly chooses to speak or hear in an assembly where there are many beautiful women for the specific purpose of subtly enjoying the looks of those women. I, I, hmm. And we don't become enthusiastic to speak or listen to Krishna Kata unless there are beautiful women present or devotees who arouse our senses. Yeah, something's seriously wrong there. What are the steps we can take to rectify this mentality? Well, the lockdown is there and the pandemic and all this kind of thing, so it's not so easy to get assemblies of devotees together. Uh, beautiful women or non-beautiful women. Yeah, beautiful women can also take to Krishna consciousness. They're not banned from it. Although, <laughs> although the aim of Krishna consciousness is not to attract beautiful women or to attract anyone except Vishnu and the Vaishnavas. Some of the Vaishnavas may presently be in the bodies of beautiful women. It's, it's not impossible. Um, what are the steps that we can rectify this mentality? Well, listen actually to Krishna Kata. Maybe not the body. We shouldn't be attracted to the body. It's difficult not to be attracted to bodies. We've had this disease since time immemorial. 
But by hearing Krishna Kata, we should be able to overcome. It, it, it is a valid point that, that even in the society of devotees, we may be attracted physically or subtly to others for reasons that are basically mundane. So then we have to follow the Vedic etiquette. Men and women do not mix intimately. Uh, <clears throat> there are very uh, strict rules should be there to help us. To not become attracted in a mundane way to others while we're practicing Krishna consciousness. And actually it's a fact that within our Vaishnava society so many problems have been caused due to improper mixing of men and women. So it may be there. If we find, if we find ourselves that we're speaking or listening, but subtly there's something else is going on in our minds, then what do we do? Um, we may become very strict in this regard. Don't, don't uh, look at, if you're a male, don't look at women who are not your, your who's not your wife or daughter or close relative or something like this, even among devotees. Then we have no business actually to interact in a very friendly way with women who we are not closely related to. That might seem old-fashioned, but it helps. These rules are there to help us. It's a big discussion. In this regard, you may see my book, actually two books. One is called Brahmacharya and Krishna Consciousness, and the other is the Mothers and Masters book for further discussion of this point. One other possibility, revolutionary possibility, as suggested, as desired by His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada, is to cut out of all these distractions of modern life altogether, understanding that human life is meant for God-realization, for Krishna consciousness, and that the modern way of life is just one big distraction, one thing after another, Devotees are choosing to go with their families to pilot Varnashram projects that are going on in India and other countries where they choose not to have electricity, keep things simple and keep so many distractions out. Not have electricity, simple living and high thinking so that they get Krishna Kata in the traditional format of sitting, coming together with devotees every day, minimum twice a day, every day, to discuss the topics of Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Ramayana, and so on. So that's a possibility. You may think, ah, that's impossible for me. But those devotees who are living on those farms, they didn't think about it previously. They, they could have never imagined, but now that they've understood the importance of Krishna consciousness and how much modern life distracts us away from it 
they have made that choice and they're very happy to do so. Life is austere. That's good. Some austerity is good for advancing in spiritual life, but the devotees are very happy because they are living in a situation whereby no one can hear with rapt attention whose mind is disturbed and no, no one can be pure in mind unless they're pure in action. So you could start to think about it if you're really serious about hearing about Krishna with rapt attention, as we should be. This is really the best situation we can put ourselves in to do so. Think about it. Vancha Gauranga Chandra Charanega 